Hi, and welcome back to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. I'm Communications Manager Sarah Fellows, and today I have with me Manager of Engineering Devin Woosley. Devin, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Good to be here. So we're going into a, a season uh, with winter approaching that a lot of times we see energy use goes up, yeah. um, especially when we have a colder winter. Uh, and we really wanted to talk about what can we do to help our members and what can our members do to help themselves uh, to try and keep that energy usage as low as possible in the winter. So to kind of start us out, I want to give a little context because um, I don't know that it always I think it's common sense, but it doesn't always um, doesn't always come to mind about connecting energy use in our bill. <laughs> Just kind of help us connect that as a starting point for today. Yeah. So every electrical device requires a certain amount of power to to operate. So a common example is an electric space heater. Um, those are 1,500 watts. Um, so that's 1.5 kilowatts or 1.5 kW. Um, so over a period of time, you know, power over time is energy. So depending on how long that space heater runs, as an example, um, that equates to a significant amount of energy over the course of, say, a month. So in the case of a space heater, uh, 1.5 kilowatts times 24 hours a day times 30 days a month, um, one small space heater at 1,500 watts could equate to, um, you know, $130 to $140 worth of energy uh, and over 1,000 kilowatt hours in a month. And that shocked me the first time I heard yeah. that. You know, you think these tiny little space heaters, right. oh, it's just, it, it's a better way to heat my home than trying to turn on my, you know, electric heater yeah. or whatever. But, but it's just not the case. Not the case. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I mean, that, that's a really good tip to start with. But yeah. really connecting that energy use to what we see on our bill yeah. is a really important kind of starting point. Um, now, you, you work, of course, you're manager of engineering, so you work with a lot of the, the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on here at Nolan. What is your role in the kind of helping our members figure out how to save energy? So in my department, we have an energy services specialist that helps members with you know, high bill concerns, high usage concerns, uh, work a lot on a case-by-case -case basis with those specific members that have you know, particular concerns. Um, we also are responsible for like energy saving rebates that we offer. Uh, we do a lot of those rebate inspections and work with our contractor that performs a lot of those services to help our members save um, energy and reduce their bills. Which is really interesting, I don't, and this is kind of a side note, but before I got into the co-op world, I didn't know that an energy company would be putting as much resources as we do into helping our members use less of the product that we sell. <laughs> but that is, I mean, that really is, that's a lot of what your work yeah. is, is doing yeah. that. Okay. Definitely. Um, and we have a lot of tools that help with that. So can you, can you talk about some of those tools? Probably the number one tool that we recommend is our smart hub. Uh, it's free smart, you know, smartphone application or web page. Uh, whichever you prefer, but basically that offers a lot of things. One is bill payment, um, outage alerts, uh, spe specifically for um, you know usage concerns. You can set up like usage alerts. Mm -hmm. um, so if you wanted to monitor your usage to you know point out say problematic appliances, if you have an issue with your heat pump, um, as an example, that's something that's quite common that occurs you know this time of year. Um, you can go into that app and set up usage alerts, uh, basically just b based on your you know daily kilowatt hour consumption, mm -hmm. um, that will alert you of you know, unusual patterns or or such as that things you might want to you know pay particular attention to when you receive that alert. You might want to dig into the app and actually look at your hourly meter data that's provided from our advanced metering system 
uh, through that smart hub application that we provide for our members. So that's a really, really good tool. We, we strongly recommend those usage alerts. I tell you what, I use that, and I know there are other tools, and we'll get to that in a second, but those usage alerts. So I, I cook, I try and cook one day a week to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, prep my family yeah. for the week. And, uh, and that actually is a, a good tool because then you're not using your oven all week long, right? Yeah. Uh, especially in the summer when you're trying to keep your, your um, heating or your cooling costs down. Uh, but anyway, I get those usage alerts then on Monday morning <laughs> because on, so I know on Sunday yeah. afternoon I've used that and I've set it pretty low uh, just right. as kind of an example yeah. when we when we went through that program. But um, it's so valuable because I think, well, what I do, oh, that's right. I use my oven like for several hours during yeah. the day, but that helped me to know that's when I use that mo that much energy and the, the most energy all weekend long is right. is when I'm doing those things. So those yeah. have been a really valuable tool, yeah. So what are some of the other tools that we have? So you can access this through Smart Hub as well, but we offer a virtual energy assessment. Uh, basically what that'll do is it asks you know, specific questions about your home, it'll ask about the size of your home, the type of heating you have, um, and some of the various appliances you might have in your home. And then it'll make specific recommendations um, and it, it kind of covers too, like some of our rebate programs and such as that. It'll it'll provide recommendations around the rebates um, and other strategies that you might use to you know, reduce your consumption. And that's and you, you said this, but I want to point this out. This takes real member data, mm -hmm. so they they get into they do it through Smart Hub, right? And it actually uses their data in their home to help recommend ways for them to save money. That's a great tool. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and I know that's the beginning of kind of a a, a process. Now, energy audits are, are things that we have done in the past. This is kind of that entry point to that, right? Yeah, so after the uh, virtual energy assessment is completed, um, you know, if members still have specific questions about their home, like I said, we have, you know, the rebate path if you're interested in efficiency and things like that. But if you just have a usage concern, um, we work with members all the time, happy to work with members to help them troubleshoot, you know, specific issues and mm -hmm. uh, problems they might have in their particular home. Okay. And another tool that, that I want to point out are things that we've developed. I know you and I have worked together in, in other departments uh, to develop tools for our members to just resources yeah. in terms of we really use the website a lot for those kinds of things. We have a page that's just about energy savings. It has the link to the virtual home energy assessment on there. It has a link to the rebates. It has a link to all of that. But then it also has do-it-yourself tips because there are mm -hmm. so many things that a member can do to help themselves save money, yep. right? So that's, that's another big resource. And then some of the other ones, we have uh, some videos to help them learn how to set up usage alerts, for example. If you're not really sure how to do that or to sign up for Smart Hub, we have those resources for them too. So lots of resources. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned um, a space heater, which again, like they just all got thrown out of my home. I know some people <laughs> use it, but oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, but what are some of the other things in your home that use the most energy, especially as we head into winter? Yeah, so the two largest users, if you have you know electric uh, heating and cooling, um, that's number one, followed by water heating. I mean, those two loads together, you know, typically account for about 50% of your total energy consumption wow, okay. in the home. Um, you know, as we've seen over the years, improvements in the efficiency of lighting technology. Um, I mean, a LED now, you know, used to be a 60 watt, you know, light bulb is equivalent, you know, now it's eight watts with LED. So that just kind of shows you, you know, for the, over time, we talked about, you know, power and energy and how that, you know, that light bulb over time equates to some energy consumption, but Typically, lighting is so small anymore relative to, you know, especially your, your water heating and your heating and cooling. Wow. So if, um, so if for example, a member is having an issue with their, with their heating unit, that could be a real big change in their bill. Definitely. That could be a significant amount of usage. Yeah. And we typically see, you know, members that have heat pumps, for an example. Um, heat pumps are more efficient than electric furnaces, much more efficient. 
Uh, but in the event that there is an issue with the heat pump, you know, basically it starts using the auxiliary heat strips, um, which in that sense it functions like the electric furnace. So members that historically may have had a you know, fairly reasonable uh, usage in the winter may see a significant increase and may not even know that something unusual is hmm. you know, causing an issue with their, their usage. Well, and that usage alert, if they set that That's up, right. that really would be one Good of the tool. first alerts, yeah. right, before you get the bill. Yeah. yeah. So um, can you talk, you, we're talking about winter, and, and I know some of our members have asked the question, and I think it's a reasonable question. You know, I haven't touched my thermostat. Right. And, and, but it's now negative 10 outside. That's right. You know, what, how does that work? So right now, you know, where my thermostat is set, it may be not any different than it is in December, but the temperature outside is different. So can, can you talk a little bit about, just talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about your, your heat pump in the summer as compared to the winter, you know, say it's 90 degrees outside um, and you might have your thermostat set on 75. So in that case, it's, you know, your heat pump is producing a 15 degree temperature difference. So it doesn't have to run as long as say it does in the winter when, you know, maybe you still are set to, to 75 on your thermostat setting. Um, but in the winter, you know, like you said, it's, you know, 10 degrees outside, it's got to produce a, a huge temperature difference. It's 65 degrees. Right. So essentially what we're looking at there is, is the run time. It makes your, run, your unit run almost continuously. Wow. Well, so there, there have to be things, and I know that there are, that, that homeowners can do to, to reduce that energy bill. And, and you had said one of the biggest users is a, a mm -hmm. your heating and cooling, right? Um, I mean, I know one easy thing to do is to, to take that temperature a little closer to what the outside is. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. are some other things that they can do? So you, you touched on the um, thermostat setting. We know we recommend 68 to 70 degrees. No, that's fairly, fairly cool, but um, that is kind of a Department of Energy recommendation mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, for winter. Um, just trying to get as close to that ambient temperature as we can. That will definitely help. Uh, we recommend, you know, routine servicing of your HVAC equipment. That's the big one. Like I said, with heat pumps, uh, especially this time of year, you, you may not even realize you have a problem. Your home may still be warm um, due to heat strips. You know, and especially if you set your unit to uh, emergency heat, it will operate then exclusively like an electric furnace, exclusively off those heat strips. And in terms of energy efficiency, um, that's typically a, a big user, a, a big cause of high bill concerns that we see. So we have, and, and I'll let you get back to the list, but I, I just want to pull this out for a second. We have a whole podcast on the different sources of yeah. heat, so we definitely recommend people watch that. But just yeah. as a really general, like, brief overview, you, you talk about the difference between a heat pump, how it would normally operate, and mm -hmm. then say someone flips it into auxiliary heat or emergency heat right. or it goes on its own, and, it, and that does make a big difference in the amount of energy used. Can you explain why just briefly? Yeah. So electric furnaces, just the heating technology is completely different. So an electric furnace, it uses resistive heat strips. Um, so it's, you know, it operates completely differently than the heat pump that circulates refrigerant essentially through the system. Um, and you know, creates basically a temper temperature difference. You know, it's producing about a 20 degree temperature difference with that uh, refrigerant to heat your home. So it's much different than that resistive heating technology. And what, what you're talking about with the resistive, so basically you have like a heating coil. Yeah. Right, and then yeah. air goes over it, right? Yeah. And which, you think about it, that's connected to how um, um, space heater you exactly. have that same kind of heating coil. It's so exactly that's, the same technology. That's expensive. Let's just connect yeah. those two, right? So Very that, expensive. that uses a lot of energy to yeah. do that. Okay. And we do offer a rebate. Uh, it's called a heat pump retrofit rebate. For anybody that does have an electric furnace or uh, baseboard heaters or ceiling cable heat, there's still you know, some of that on the system. Um, you know, that's, that rebate basically incentivizes the upgrade to a heat pump. Okay. Which because of efficiency. Yes. Yeah. It uses less energy 
saves the money. Yeah. Okay. Are there other, what are some other things that our members can do? So we do recommend, you know, definitely check your uh, insulation levels. Uh, make sure you have adequate insulation. Um, you know, a lot of times, especially with older homes, insulation settles over time. Right. Um, just making sure that insulation level is, is adequate. Um, the other thing is just air sealing. You know, any of your air gaps, windows and doors, um, anywhere you've got cool air that can transfer into your home, that, that definitely would make your unit work much harder Right. Uh, to keep, you know, that temperature that you desire, you know, with your thermostat setting. Yeah. I we know. offer a rebate for that right, as well. Right, right, right. And yeah. that, again, that is on our website as yeah. well. Um, I've heard some stories of, of people's crawl space. They don't even think about the crawl space. Right. But there's, you know, of course, there's a way for, you know, air to get in there. But then there's some gap in the floor. And that's just, I mean, you're just, it's like leaking hot air like a sieve and, oh, and yeah. bringing that cold air in. And you may not have any idea unless right. you go looking for that. That's right. Right. Are there any other things that our members can do? So one thing that we're starting to see, there are some devices that members can install in their home's electrical panel. Um, there's a few on the market. We can't recommend a particular one, but there's a few that I've seen, and I have one personally in my home. Uh, essentially, what it does is, you know, for my electric bill, I receive basically just a total kilowatt hours. Um, so I know how much energy my total home consumed, but I don't know um, which portion of that was, was due to my, you know, HVAC, right. HVAC system or what part of that was my water heater. Um, so basically, these devices allow you to meter individual circuits. Um, and measure, you know, those loads to know that, okay, 20% of my overall usage was my heat pump okay. um, or 15% of my usage was my water heater. So I can break okay. that down by circuit in my home's electrical panel. Wow. So we're starting to see a few of those tools very, very uh, useful, you know, okay. when you're trying to diagnose the root cause of this type of a, you know, high bill concern or something. Interesting. So that seems like, now I know you're like, you love this stuff. Yeah. So like, of course you would have that. But that that seems like that kind of thing is becoming more and more available to, to people like me who I, I had no idea of any of this stuff before I came you know, to work at Nolan. Yeah. But that kind of energy information really can make a difference. Absolutely. And I, I think that's the yeah. bottom line, right? The more information you have, the more you pay attention in that's your own right. home, the more really you can save yourself. That's right. Right. Just the awareness of, like I said, in my, my specific home, I mean, I have the, the app set up with this device. And I can monitor exactly what's going on. So if I see an uptick in, in my you know, heating usage that's not directly correlated to maybe weather, um, it's something that would indicate you know, maybe a potential issue. If I mm -hmm. see something unusual compared to last winter, um, another example, you know, if I look at temperatures are about the same uh, January to January, but I see a significant uptick in usage this year, um, that it would lead me to, to understand there might be a concern there. You know, maybe right. there's some, some problem with my unit. Right. Okay. Is there anything we're missing uh, before we kind of wrap up? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can find all kinds of information yeah. on our website, right? So, um, again, we've built out our website to have tons of information there, nolanrecc.com. Um, we also put things in our in Kentucky Living and our mm -hmm. Nolan News, right? Um, and, and every month in the bill insert, there's some sort of information about how you can save money, yeah. how you can save energy. So um, I know you do a lot of the behind-the-scenes work on that, and I get to kind of put it out there to the public. Um, but I appreciate all the work that you do to help our members save money uh, yeah. and to keep them educated. You've been listening to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. Thanks for joining us.